Today is Thursday, September 23rd, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Coming up, we go deep on the dirt racing weekend, including what's coming up for Lucas at Brownstown, a full four crown preview for all divisions, plus what's upcoming for the IRA and King of the West sprint cars. Got a long one for you today because there's a lot to talk about. Before we get going, if you'd like a free and easy way to support what I'm doing, please subscribe and follow the show and leave me a review on iTunes or wherever you watch or listen. You can also follow at Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And don't forget, dirt, uh, DirtTracker.com is home to a bunch of cool dirt racing content, including analytics, updated news, point standings, videos, a watch, you know, the Watch Tonight page, and a whole lot more. Uh, so let's get going. After getting rained out on Tuesday night and postponed to Wednesday, the Flow Racing at Night in America Late Model Series proved yet again yesterday how snakebitten they've been this year. Overnight rain left Farmer City Raceway even more saturated and the organizers were forced to cancel. It's something like the 8th or ninth time a Flow Late Model event has been affected by weather this season. So with Farmer City now off the schedule, just three nights remain for the series in 2021. They'll be back on October 7th at Tri-County Racetrack with 411 and volunteer uh, races also still upcoming. Focus for the National Super Late Model fans now shifts to Brownstown this weekend in the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Tonight will be the remainder of the Indiana Icebreaker that was rescheduled from the spring. The event will resume with the first B-Main and then proceed through the rest of the program. Josh Richards and Brandon Shepard are scheduled to start on the front row of the feature with Kyle Bronson and Devin Moran on row two. This event was originally scheduled against the first Bristol Dirt Weekend, so Jonathan Davenport was not in attendance originally. It's my understanding that he will have to tag the rear of a B-Main tonight to participate per the Lucas rulebook. He's already in a big 375-point hole to Tim McCready in the standings, and he'll have a tall task tonight to dig out of that B-Main start and make something of the race. Looking ahead, Friday and Saturday are complete programs for the series, with Friday paying 10000 to win and Saturday's 100 lap are paying 20000 to win. McCready is the defending Jackson 100 winner, while Richards won the Friday night show in 2021. Or in 2020. Josh Richards is someone we haven't talked much about this season, and unfortunately for him, it's been because of his lackluster season. He does have two Lucas wins on the year back at East Bay in January and at Wheatland in May, but since that last win, it's been a very mediocre summer. Richards only has seven top fives and 18 top tens in 37 races this year, and his average finish is more than two positions worse in 2021 versus 2020. In his last 18 starts, he only has five top 10 finishes. Not what we've come to expect out of a driver that has dominated the Outlaw Tour in the past and is a past Lucas champion. He's coming off an 8th place run at Knoxville, and maybe Brownstown could be a place for him to get back on track. As for the Lucas Championship, if Davenport and Hudson O'Neill are going to challenge McCready for the, uh, the championship, they need to finish up front, and they need to do it very quickly. Both are in big holes with not many races left. Looking elsewhere in the field, keep an eye on Tyler Erb this weekend. He's got five straight top six finishes, including those two wins last weekend at Knoxville and he'll be looking to keep that momentum going. If you can't be at Brownstown this weekend, Mav TV Plus has live coverage of all three nights. In the open wheel ranks, Eldora Speedway takes center stage this weekend with the Four Crown Nationals on tap. Friday night's program features the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars, a full program for the USAC Midgets, and qualifying for the Silver Crown Cars. And yes, Friday will be one of those sucky streaming service nights, or be flipping back and forth between Flow and Dirt Vision to see all the racing. 
The Outlaw portion of the night is obviously going to be streamed on Dirt Vision with the USAC Racing all on flow. Saturday night at Eldora will be another full program for the USAC Midgets, plus the USAC Sprint Cars, the feature for Silver Crown, and a full program for the All-Stars. All of that will be live on flow, so no flipping back and forth on Saturday. We talked on yesterday's show about Tyler Courtney's plan to run every race at Eldora, and so far I think he's the only one I know of that's going to do that. In the three USAC divisions, we will see Chris Windham, Logan Seavey, and Justin Grant in every race besides Courtney. So barring Windham, Seavey, and Grant finding a winged car to run with the Outlaws and All-Stars, which I don't really foresee, Courtney is the only one that's going to attempt all six features. Before they head to Eldora, the USAC Sprint Cars and Midgets were supposed to be at Gas City I-69 Speedway tonight for the James Dean Classic, but as of this morning, that event has been canceled because of rain. So those teams can now get started on their Eldora prep early. The Four Crown Nationals were not held at Eldora in 2020, so we've got to go back to 2019 for recent winners. With the Midgets, Tyler Courtney has won the previous two trips to Eldora in 2019 and 2018. He'll be in the field this weekend looking to go three straight. As for the Midget title fight, Buddy Kofoid currently holds a slight 10-point advantage over defending champion Chris Windham. Emerson Axum was also neck deep in the battle, but has fallen to third 95 points out after a tough Husets weekend. Dazen Persley has been the hottest driver lately with a recent average finish of 4.4, and he's got seven straight top 10s. Wyndham, though, is coming off back-to-back wins at Husets, including that 20,000-to-win finale. Kofoid is riding a streak of 11 straight top 10s himself, and he'll need to keep up that consistency to hold Wyndham at bay down the stretch. In the sprint car ranks, Brady Bacon has edged away from Kevin Thomas Jr. and Justin Grant in the standings, but there is time for those guys to run him down. The sprint, uh, sprint cars have been at Eldora already this season back in May. Tyler Courtney and Robert Ballou split those feature wins. Besides that win earlier this season, Sunshine has also won the sprint car portion of the four crown. Uh, the previous two runnings, both in 2018 and 2019, I'd say he's definitely the guy to beat this weekend. I'd also keep an eye on Tanner Thorson on Saturday. He hasn't finished worse than sixth over his past uh, eight races and has wins at uh, Circle City and Husets in that stretch. For the Silver Crown competitors, this will be a pivotal weekend in the title fight as only Eldora and Toledo remain on the schedule. And the gap out front between championship leader Cody Swanson and second place Logan Seavey is only 16 points. Disaster struck for Swanson the last time out at DuCoin when his car pulled up lame while leading near halfway. He ended up 17th, which opened the door for Seavey. Those two will have a battle on their hands, though, as 33 cars are on the initial entry list for the weekend, and the list is absolutely stacked. And stop me if you heard this before, but Tyler Courtney is the most recent Silver Crown winner at Eldora back in June this season. He led all 50 laps that day, topping Chris Windham. Basically, if you're going to win at the foreground this weekend in any car, you'll probably have to deal with Sunshine. I'm not saying a sweep uh, is probably possible here, but uh, you're definitely going to have to deal with him every time on the racetrack. With the wing on, though, Courtney will be looking for a bounce back after two straight tough weekends in Pennsylvania where he failed to finish in the top 10 in any race. He's going to win the All-Star Championship, but an All-Star win on Saturday night and a good showing with the Outlaws on Friday would be a nice boost for that team. This will be the first and only appearance for the All-Stars at Eldora this season, and the Saturday night show will be wide open with no Outlaw regulars in the field. David Gravel and Brent Marks were Eldora winners in 2020, and neither will be in uh, attendance on Saturday as Gravel will be at Lernerville and Marks has Sealands Grove on his schedule. 
Courtney will definitely be the one to watch, but expect Corey Eliason to be fast. Gio Selzy will be in the field. I wouldn't be surprised to see Aaron Reitzel. And guys like Spencer Baston and Hunter Schurenberg will be looking to rebound. Following Eldora, only two nights at Fremont are left this season for the All-Stars. With the Outlaws, we've been talking about Brad Sweet continuing to slowly stretch away from his competition, and with 11 features left, his lead over David Gravel is 156, with Carson Macedo another 28 points back in third. If all goes according to plan, we are looking at a third straight championship for the Big Cat. He's currently riding a streak of 18 straight top 10 finishes, and over his last 37 appearances has only finished outside the top 10 twice. Both of those were 11th place results. Behind Sweet, Macedo and James McFadden are also both riding sizable top 10 streaks. Macedo has 10 straight and McFadden 16 straight. Looking at Eldora specifically, Donnie Schatz has the best average finish of the full-timers at the track back through 2018, currently sitting at 5.2. Sweet trails at 7.36, Macedo at 7.47, and Schuhart at 7.67. The DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula favors Sweet just slightly over shots for Friday night. After Friday, though, the Outlaws head to Lernerville on Saturday for the Commonwealth Clash, and that could be a big opportunity for Sweet to start putting the closing touches on this title run. Over the last seven races at Lernerville, Sweet's average finish is an incredible 2.57, which includes three wins, and his worst finish is sixth. He also won the most recent visit to Lernerville for the Outlaws back in July. As you might expect, he's a sizable favorite from the formula. Following this weekend, the Outlaws travel to Williams Grove next weekend for the National Open, which is the final crown jewel of the season. Besides at Eldora and with the Outlaws, there is other 410 sprint car action to check out this weekend. The IRA Sprint Car Series closes out their 2021 season this weekend with stops at Dodge County Fairgrounds on Friday night and Plymouth Dirt Track on Saturday night. Scotty Thiel has won two of the last three races at Outagamie Speedway on September 10th and most recently at Wilmot on September 18th. But Thiel hasn't run full-time this season, so he's not in the championship chase. Out front in the standings, Jake Blackhurst leads Scotty Neitzel by 108 points on the strength of three wins, 14 top fives, and 21 top tens in 26 appearances. Blackhurst and Neitzel have very similar stats, but Neitzel has missed two features, which explains the gap. IRA awards points through the night in qualifying, heats, B-mains, and the feature, but the max available, I believe, is 90 points for one night. Blackhurst would basically have to not show up uh, to the final two nights for Neitzel to win. Besides the regular cast of characters, expect 10-time champion Bill Balog to be in attendance on Friday. He's running full-time with the All-Stars this season, but they aren't racing until Saturday night, so he'll be in the field and a serious contender for the win. Both nights will be streamed live on Flow if you can't be at the track. And out in California this weekend, the NART King of the West Sprint Cars are back in action at Keller Auto Speedway in Hanford. Five races remain on their schedule, with three of those being at Hanford. So this track will obviously have a huge effect on who wins the 2021 championship. This weekend's race was originally scheduled to be at Santa Maria Raceway, but was moved when Santa Maria ceased operations earlier this summer. Justin Sanders is the most recent winner with the series back at Silver Dollar Speedway during the Louis Vermeil Classic. In the race for the title, Dominic Selzy leads the way with a 65-point lead over Tim Kading. Second through fourth, are, uh, though, are tight with Kading, his brother Bud, and DJ Neto, all separated by only three points. The way the King of the West points work, Selzy's lead is actually pretty substantial. A win is worth four more points than second, but from, uh, from there, it's only one point through the field. So Selzy's lead is effectively 65 positions. I think that's pretty safe with only five races left. 
Selzy leads all drivers with five series wins this season, while Sanders has four, Tim Kading two, and Billy Atten, Sean Becker, Mitchell Ficino, and DJ Neto all have one each. Joining the four tens on the card for Saturday night are non-wing cars, stock cars, and sport compacts. Can't be at Hanford. Flow Racing has the live stream. A quick note before we shut it down this week. This is the last episode of the week because of my day job. Uh, so there will be no Friday episode of The Daily. I'll be back on Monday to break everything down from the Dirt Racing Weekend. Let me know where you're headed this weekend, what you're going to be watching, who you think is going to grab some wins. Should be a great weekend for some dirt racing, and those hot temperatures seem to be starting to subside around the country. So it'll be a good weekend to get out to the racetrack. If you can't get out there, though, there are six shows on the streaming schedule for today with plenty more coming for the weekend. For tonight, specifically, Flow Racing has the opening night of the Super B100 and Flow 24-7. MavTV Plus has the Lucas Indiana Icebreaker from Brownstown. Race and Dirt has Mod Mania from Tri-City and the opening night of the Fall Jamboree at Deer Creek Speedway. And Speedsport has weekly action from Dubuque. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch through the weekend, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today and for the week. Hope you have a good Thursday and a good weekend. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in all week. We'll be back on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily.